Welcome to Hip Girls Podcast. This is Zoe. And this is Aza. And this is the Nipsey eulogy episode. Um, we're going to talk about My hand his <laughs> impact on the culture. Um, just a lot of things that, he's, that he has done and since then. Um, the what, trailer events that happened. Yeah. So this is just like an episode... To kind of like um, for us to honor who Nipsey Hussle was, what he meant to hip hop, to South Central LA, to philanthropy, and we're just gonna you know share what he meant to us and the impact of his uh, tragedy. True. Um, the first time I heard Nipsey, um, it was from my boyfriend. He was listening to it to uh, one of his songs. It was like a long time ago. And I was like, who is this? And he like he said his name and I was like, I never heard of him. Right. Because, like I'm always interested in like new artists. And so he just would play his music all the time. And I just thought it was a cool like I can tell that he was a West Coast like rapper. Right. And like his voice was very like soothing. Um and then recently, um, he used to play this song off Victory Lap a lot. And I used to be like, you really like this song? Like, you play him all the time. And I had ended up downloading his uh, album, like, when it first came out. And I was listening to it. And it was different. Like, he, I like that he was a storyteller. And, like, he talked about, you know, his ups and downs about the gangs and um, just about bettering himself and investing in his future and a lot of a lot of stuff like that right um so that's how I got introduced to Nipsey Hussle um it was a while though I remember um hearing about his name though like back like then. if you can say back like so, it's 2019 like how far I, I would say I want to say 13, like 2013, like it was years ago. I wonder what mixtape he had out. 13, 14, like it was so long ago that I remember hearing about him. And um, I just saw like his, his movement and like how he just progressed over the years. Um, I got, I got hip, I ain't gonna front. I just got hip to Nipsey probably like uh, two years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's I was watching I was on World Star Hip Hop, and I seen the documentary because I I follow Karen Civil like I like how she moved, um, and so I watched the documentary and I was like this cat legit like that's actually how I kept up with him from Karen Silva too, um, just because how she invested in some certain artists like I like Karen Silva started off with Young Money so like. Yeah. The way she grew and like how she marketed a lot of things, that's how I became fans of a lot of people. Um, right. From Young Money, from Nicki Minaj, and she went to uh, YG, Meek Mill, and and uh, Nipsey Hussle. So that's how I kept up with him through her because I would see like how she would work with him yeah. and stuff like that. Like knowing about the store, I knew through her. Right. Like, that's so, exactly. Yeah. yeah. She was just like a a boss lady, and I just always follow her moves. So when I seen that documentary, I was like, this cat, like he talking my language. Like I can tell he was just uh, progressive and very intelligent. So I'm like, let me listen to his music. I listened to his music. I, I like became a fan when I uh, downloaded, I think that was Crenshaw, Crenshaw mm-hmm. the mixtape. Mm-hmm. 
and like his his songs just became like anthems like you know if you're trying to self-motivate yourself like right. he was like a motivational rapper right and so i got man when i get inspired i kind of get like obsessed so true at the time Definitely. i was i was writing my book right mm-hmm. and i was like trying to look for some inspiration for my book cover so i hollered at my um graphic designer his name jesus he's from mexico he's like mexican descent and i'm like man i'm inspired by nip i want my book cover to look like his album cover nip the great value one mm-hmm. and he's like i got you funny story um that's nipsey i know nipsey graphic design that's like my mm-hmm. homeboy be close. I can connect y'all. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, word. Never did I think that when he came, he was going to legit connect us. Mm-hmm. So he came. I connected with Jorge, his manager, his people. Like, I gave them books. They signed books. And they was like, yeah, we, we fuck with what you're doing. Like, keep it going. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, this is confirmation. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm right. saying? Like, this is confirmation. And then after that, I just became a nip, like, nip head. Like, I just, I was Definitely not entrepreneurship. Yeah, I agree. I, I, you know, his impact is different, and a lot of people are confused about it. And I'm like, it's nothing to be confused about it because when yeah. you, when you know great, and when you see God's work in a human being, it's different. Like you can resonate with it, and you can feel it. So. Like, I definitely understand his impact in a lot of things. Um, and, you know, even if it's like some people are getting hip to him, like, now, it's nothing wrong with that. A lot of, we, shoot. Right. We young. We got hip to Tupac, like, after he died. So, it's nothing. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's nothing, like, wrong with that from people, you know, being hip late or just finding out. Like, that's just how sometimes life works. That's like, true. And it's... It works like that because maybe at that time in your life you wasn't, you know, looking for that type of inspiration or that type of music. You wasn't ready, right? But I think I think the reason Nip, um, the impact is hitting so different and so hard is because like he he was like foot on the ground, like he touched people. Like, right. he was in the hood. Like, they call him Neighborhood Nip. Like, the hood gave him that name. Right. Like, most celebrities, like, they get on this hill and they, like, cut themselves off. Like, mm-hmm. he stayed connected. Like, everybody got a story about him. Like, he didn't have to sign my books. He didn't have to tell me to keep going. Like, right. you in the club. What you, what you tell my right. books for? You know what I'm saying? Like, but everybody has a story about him and it's consistent. Like, that was his character. Exactly. Like leaving your mark, like basically he left a story for everybody. Yeah, and that's how you really supposed to live. Like you supposed to have a story, um, with people that come across in your life. You always right. that's just impressions, anything. Um, and that's why it's it's just important for people to like, like you said, research him, listen to his music, get into like his motivational speeches. The yeah, hustle, the stuff right. that he speak of, and you can learn a lot. I say this: this is what I learned. I met like dude was like really spiritual. I'm I'm spiritual, and um, he always talk about like mastering your energy and like um, your intentions and just like speaking them out loud. Like he was like he really was like straight like on some 
That's because he read. When Lauren was saying that he, he was read, heavy, yo. <laughs> when Lauren said that he reads a lot and and how how he was like so aware. Yeah. Um it changes your thoughts a lot. Right. Um, right. For sure. It makes you spiritual, but it make it when you change your thought process, um, it creates the law of attraction. So like I can see why they worked. I can see why a lot of people um, were impacted by him. Yeah. Because the way that he thought, like the way that he think. And he not afraid to learn about his history. You can tell. Right. When they said that he, you know. He went to a retreat. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. a lot of people don't do that. Right. I mean. <laughs> Being aware is a big thing. I did my and research on him. He was really an African genius. On a, like people on a low, one of his business partners partners was um, I don't want to pronounce his name. It's like Idris Idris, and um, he's from Ghana, and he like helped build like uh, Instagram, Google. Like he's like mm-hmm. a certified genius, and he was he helped Nipsey make the first smart store in the world. Like, people don't, like, this dude was, like, a straight, but he was cool. He was hip-hop, but he was a genius, you know what I'm saying? And I think when I would talk to intellects, Nipsey would always come in a conversation, like, how mm-hmm. he's blending the intellect and the hip-hop world and the tech world together. Yeah. Like, that, who's doing that? education, right. And I think that's extremely progressive, and that's why, you know, that ripple effect hit the culture like it hit the culture. Let's talk about it. And that's different. And it was, it's was it been a while since it's been like that, too. Yeah. Unfortunately, the way that it happened. The memorial, though. Oh, yeah, that <laughs> memorial, it was surreal. Did you cry? Be honest. I definitely cry. I'm a crier. I don't hide any tears. Um, I cry more than you probably ever know. Um, I cried a lot, and I think it's because of the, like, you can just tell how, it's just, like, a person who done so much and, like, not just getting started, but was on this wave, and, you know, life was cut so short for them, but when you sit and think, when you sit and think, some people are actually put on this earth to do something and to fulfill their purpose and also to maybe teach someone about love and um, being spiritual and learning how to think this certain way and motivate. And that can just be their story and that can be the end too. True. So True. I thought about that because I've experienced something like that personally too. Like I thought, man, maybe this person was put on this earth to teach me what love was, and maybe that's what it was about, and that's the way their story ends. Mm-hmm. So I kind of looked at that memorial like that, and as they say, like you said, like the marathon continues, and it does because, like you said, the impact of him and the stories that he have that will resonate with a lot of people. Forever. I'm gonna tell you why. Like it's the marathon, and it's it's starting to hit me like on a um on a poetic metaphor kind of thing. Like, he, they, energy can't be created nor destroyed. Exactly. It's on, it only transfers. And so, when you, like, when you think about the marathon, when you think about victory lap, like, you know, 
we only it's only going to get transferred and magnified, right? Mm-hmm. That's how I look at it. And when Lauren said, um, experienced people, you can't possess them, I, that, that like, took me, like, almost took my breath away. I was like, damn. Yeah, that stuck out to me. Um, it stuck out to me because I always thought of that. Like, I always thought... I used to tell people... Um, I would take experience over money any day. Mm. And it's just always been like that because a feeling lasts longer than money to me. Um, A memory lasts longer. So when she said that, it definitely, it hit something. And it, it just means a lot because really like you are on, you are, you are on earth to experience things and experience people no matter if it's good or bad it's mm-hmm. it's always supposed to be transferred into like a good deed like if something bad happened to me I'm gonna learn from that bad situation yeah and then I'm gonna turn it around and maybe do something positive you know so Definitely, that's just that's just a true statement. It's nothing more that you can like. So with that quote, um, experienced people, you can't possess them. Um, yeah, it stuck out to me because I, like I said earlier when we were talking off off the line. I was saying how Jada Pickett compared, she actually said something similar to it when she were talking about um, her children. And she was saying like, she always used to be so protective and so possessive of her her children, but she had to realize, (laughs) (laughs) of her children, she had to realize that, um, that she can't possess them, that they, they are on this earth for themselves. Um, you are just here to teach your children to be a certain way. You are here to create etiquette, um, wisdom, and just like teach them certain life lessons. And you're supposed to actually let your children go at a certain mm-hmm. time. Uh, she was just saying that she don't own her children. Like, right? She understands the connection with them, but she don't possess them and she don't own them. So like that quote definitely stuck out to me. I think it's like, I think it's one of those things where uh, you can just tell, I think Snoop said that like Lauren embodied Nip. And that's, I think that's what having a complimentary partner is. Like, you know, when I see you, I see your reflection. And when she spoke, I could tell that he taught her a lot. Like, she, yeah. she was, like, the feminine. She, re- she was receptive. Yeah, she was the feminine version of him. Mm-hmm. And when she said that, I was... Just, I mean, that was her That was her way of to, to cope with it. Like, I experienced a beautiful spirit on mm-hmm. this planet. And uh, I can't possess that, you know? And I think, that's, I think that's a, that was a learning lesson for everybody. Like, if you... I, and I told my husband, I was like, I'm grateful I experienced, you know, yeah. that it little exchange. Like, I'm, we got to start being more appreciative instead yeah. of trying to, like, hold on and clank, clank. Honestly, I remember, um, I don't know if y'all remember me talking about that on one of the podcasts. I was saying how, I don't know if I ever said it on a podcast. I thought I did. 
But I was talking to this man one day and he was telling me how um, he was just being honest. He was like, you're in a relationship, okay? So if your partner was to die today, would you be okay? Would you? He was just asking me, how would you react and how would you take it and could you survive? And that's what you really have to think about when you're, like, with somebody. Like, you can't possess them because you just have to, like, take what they what they give you, learn from them, like, embody them, and be able to live without them, you know, because there comes a point where it's, exactly. it's either or. You know what I'm saying? So, man, I a lot of people don't think like that, but I've always thought like that. Like, that's just how I, I've always been. And I just have conversations like that deeply um, throughout my life. And I try to make people think like that. And it's kind of hard because some people don't want to think like that, but you have to. But you know what though? Like on the flip side, like people don't have to think like that. Like I'm, I'm, I'm getting to a point where it's like, yo, if you, if you, if this is the box that you want to be yeah, in, then like, let it be. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, but you don't want to just. I, I, don't, I don't like. Like you can do what you can. That's me. Like I'm gonna do what I can. Um, if it doesn't work or if it doesn't. If you don't like take it in, mm-hmm. then it is what it is. But I don't, I don't like leaving I mean, people stress stranded. You out though, man. I, I don't like leaving people I'm stranded. getting to the point. I don't have to deal with you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't have to deal I guess with I'm you. I'm so helpful. So no, because then I start taking a toll, and I'm highly sensitive, and I, I pick up on stuff asap, and I start to take hey. a toll on me. And I ain't got to deal with it. My tolerance, it's it's a it's it's. Mm, it depends on the situation. Like I can tolerate certain things, but sometimes I can't. Yeah. But I'm kind of I'm tolerable for the most part. <laughs> I think we both are. Um, we on close on. Um, I think his umi. His umi says some. Umi's is like a spiritual mother. Umi means mother in Arabic, and she had a video. She says some some enlightening things like death isn't the end. Um, he's transcendent, he's ascending. And I think um, for me, I had to learn that like death is just a transition to another realm. And right. <laughs> that's crazy. It's just like everything. That's why the, the the memorial was so, it resonated with me because I'm reading this book and it talks about, um, what's the name of the book? It's, it talks about death, the law of attraction. I was reading oh, okay. it. And, um, it talks about have you ever thought how you felt when you wasn't here? And I was sitting there thinking like I don't know what that <laughs> feels like. And I was like, I'm so amazed because I never thought of that. And I'm like, it was like, have you ever thought before you was born, how did you feel? And I'm like, I'm trying to like build yeah, the yeah, feeling. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I don't know how that feels. And it was just like you have to um, it was saying it like, like that. You gotta, you gotta um, put that type of uh, mindset um, when you think about transitioning. Like, mm-hmm. you really not gonna know how it feels. You you gonna either know how I feel before, and that's just it. Right. So it kind of it made me think different. It made me think different. So. Um, that uh that quote grief is the final act of love um that's 
that's a deep quote. Like that's true. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, let's let's talk about it. Like life. you don't even know you. I I mean, for me, from other people, you really don't know how much you love somebody until they gone. Honestly, <laughs> like you. Like, Honestly, like that happened to me a plenty of times. And then you go down, all you got is memory. Like all you got, that's all you have. Um, memories, wisdom, um, like you said, experience. Um, the feeling when they were here, the feeling that you had when certain things will happen. Right. Um, but that's true. But I feel like all of them knew how they felt with him here, and they knew how they were gonna feel without him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, like, I don't know if someone, one of them said that they were, they prepared themselves. The mom, I think she said that she prepared herself. And the grandma. And the grandma. Yeah. And you really just have to um, be aware of life. And I think they just, they, like, they all, they all were all cohesive, like, Spiritually, like yeah. re- religiously, like they all were on the same wave. Like they I think all. That's, that's the point of culture. That's the point of culture. Culture is a way of life, a way of living. Like they, they're they, all on the same spectrum. Yeah. When it came to life, when it came to death, when it came to knowledge, like mm-hmm. they all were. You can tell by every the way everybody they would, speak. They, they language and um. I, man, I, I I almost like I clapped when she said he wake up and burn sage and he play music. That's my morning ritual. Like he to know that the love of your life is, you know, um, in tune, in tune, and like you got it. Man, that's just so aware a rare human being. When she said that, I was like, this true. Like, yeah. and you can tell um, just by the way that he he was. So so we gonna wrap it up. Um, by saying like what Nip said, uh, double up, you know, double up, uh, don't waste time, double up on your health. I did the Nipsey challenge. I'm, I've been vegan for some time and I just want to get more like double up on my time, my relationships, my health, you know, yeah. take in, take it in. Like, um, every day you should really be thankful. Like I, I really be thankful for a lot of things. Um, and I'm, I'm just aware, like, if I don't feel right about something, I'm going to say it. If I don't, if I don't want to do it, I'm not going to do it. Um, that's just how I'm, I'm, I'm going to be. Um, as far as, like, all the, the eating and stuff, I'm, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I'm working on it. Um, I think you're doing pretty good. I'm doing good. I'm working on sleep. <laughs> hey, listen. That's probably the biggest thing, but... Yeah. And, um, you know, death is inevitable. You know, you live or die. So, uh, live your life. Peace.
relationships, uh, familial relationships, um, I have permission to say no. I have permission to not feel like if I don't go to a certain event that I'm going to lose this friend or, you know, this relationship with this person. Um, and that's part of self-love for me. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> and it's like, now that's real. Because I didn't know what no was, like boundaries. Because people try to guilt trip you. Like they're trying to make you feel guilty. Uh, I figured out no. But you a Leo. That's like part of your makeup. Yeah. That's your. I think Virgos and Leo. Like y'all could y'all do. Like I'm. A, I know. Oh. Like I've been learning myself. I'm a can I'm very sympathetic. You're watching your cancer. Yes. Yeah. I'm a water sign. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. So you feel me? I'm so. Virgo, and I know how to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you can even call me afterwards, and um, Tanisha's done the up uh, has done these things um, before, like you know, guilt me, like you know, and I'm like, I don't care, and she if, and she can't understand, like my whole like, or I don't give a attitude. It's not like I don't care, like like the fact that it it, it may hurt your feelings or something of that sort, but in that moment, in that time. I may have not been able to make it, but you know, it's still love. You know, I love you. You know, I still care for you. Nothing's lost. I just couldn't do it. I can say no, but I don't like to receive the word no. So, so that's that's, that's problematic. That's my. <laughs> I can I can attest to that because I guess I just know how to make it. A you a brat? That's a brat. How you don't like? It? How you, you know what? I don't like people saying no. To that's so, that's so fucking. I bratty. understand you. <laughs> Say no to me, I feel like you're not as genuine as me. That's one way. That's one way. That's one way it's No way. But I go a little step further. I create the conditions where you can't say no to me. Yes. I create those You don't think that's manipulative? I mean, I'm a very That is so fucking manipulating. I'm a manipulating person. I mean, that's just my character. But Is that a good trait? I will create the conditions where you will not say no to me. Different from yeah, you, you have to be so it's like yeah. 
I will manipulate someone who's not so genuine and real, mm -hmm. but the person that's just so real and just so in tune and aware okay. of themselves. And so you know, never manipulated me, right? So. I never manipulate you because you're genuine and real. Like, but someone who is Thank you. Now, like, no, I wouldn't do you. But I'm just saying, like, it's so you, you certain you, people you, that you, you alone on that one. Like, it's a target that you alone on that one. No, but it's not like... It's, I'm not going to manipulate you. It's just certain it's, people. It's, it may be something that I want you to do, or it may be something I want you to do that would be for the betterment of yourself, and I may manipulate you into doing it. Have you ever manipulated I'm sure I have. Plenty of times. Like, I may say certain things You're to you. You're a water sign. You've gotten manipulated. You know what I'm saying? I may say I certain know. things we, to you. We, yeah, it has yeah. to be. I know, right? I, I, but I'm we like, feel it, but we don't that, say shit. Well, like, and I was going to I was gonna speak to what you said. You, you said you. What did you say? You said it's you don't like hearing no, but it's easier for you to give. It's easier for you to give the no, but it's harder for you to take the no. Yes. And that's interesting because I'm the complete opposite. Yes. But I'm gonna say this to say. So I, it's harder for me to give the no, but that's the people pleaser in me, the water sign. Right, right, right. right. We want everybody to be happy so much so that we will put ourselves to the side. And to make everybody else feel comfortable. Like, sure. I want, I, it, I remember growing up, and literally up until like this year, this year has like been a game changer year for me, just in mental health and self love. But up until this point, I remember I would put my whatever to the side to make sure that whatever person, whether it's a friend or a relationship or whatever, felt comfortable and felt okay, AKA be a doormat. And so, you know, and then also to, I can receive a, I can receive a note because I feel like the, the other piece of that is I try to be understanding. So like for instance, if somebody hits me with um, last minute, you know, maybe we've been planning to do something and they're like, you know what, I can't do it. Whereas somebody else might flip or spaz out or be like, yo, like that's kind of messed up, we've been planning. I'm real quick to be like, you know, it's cool, I understand, life be life, life yeah. happens, you know. But on the flip, I don't like to do that to people. It's weird. So do you think you can be anything. loyal to a fault? Yeah. I know I can. Yeah, and I do. And, and that's where that boundary situation kind of comes in. Because I can be a, I can be loyal to the wrong people. That's right. Oh, that's right. That's you know, I've been loyal to the wrong people. The wrong I'm proud people. of you. Yeah. It's a, it's, it, but you know what? It ain't me. It's, it's life. First of all, it's God. You know, I don't know what everybody's spirituality is like in here, but for me, I have, I cannot take credit for anything. Like, it's all God, and it's life that has gotten to this point. Mm -hmm. I think all of us, whatever we've experienced personally, we are who we are sitting here right now today because of it. We are a, a, a composition of all of our experiences mm -hmm. and relationships and, and different people that we interact with, you know what I'm saying? Right. And we are the most evolved versions of ourselves right now because of the shit that we've been through or that we've experienced or grown through. But, yeah. yeah. But, you know, our, our most uh, popular episode was about toxicity. We talked about that when we did Hunter Homies a little bit. Mm -hmm. The toxic. Yeah, I was very transparent with her. She you know, I'm transparent with everybody. That was so. one of my favorite that, Yeah, I know. That's why we right here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're gonna she was. definitely get into healing too. But uh, I mean, I'll wrap it up. A toxic. Um, I'm really toxic now. 
See, there's that self-aware though. That I fuck with that. And you, I, you be touching. I fuck with that. You I'm not even gonna lie. I be like, you um, be telling everybody that. I'm Why? Leo, right? Oh, yeah, yeah Leo can be. I'm like demanding and shit. It's so toxic to where you don't even know that I'm toxic, but I know that I am. So it's like. If the longer you pay attention to how I, what I say, I think a lot of people don't listen to what I say, so they don't even see it because they just so stuck in something else. So I, I feel like you said manipulate someone, mm-hmm. and I'm really good at that. Like I've mastered that so well, and I'm so working a lot. Wait a minute, do I? Lie? I feel like people who manipulate lie. And that's fucking horrible. Not necessarily. I no. Mean, no. It's not that I, I don't lie. If you lie. I mean, if, it's I just, mean, if I it's, just know if how to make situation. I know how to make people feel. What the fuck? Wait, pause. Pause. <laughs> Wait, I'm a very honest person, so that's just. I'm very honest. Like, I ain't gonna lie to you about nothing. You just said you I'm saying I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, you asked me a question. Listen, listen. If it suits the situation, I may lie. That's not a good trait. If, if hey, listen, if I got, if, if it's But then again, you got to think about it like what I just said. I just said, I feel like everybody humanly has a bit of manipulativeness yes, to them on different, to. On different extremes. Now, Same thing with lying. So, for instance. I don't think lying. I feel like a lot of you though. Like, okay, for instance, all right. have you ever <laughs> had somebody come up to you and say, oh my gosh, Ozzy, your skin is just beautiful. And you look at them, or no, they, they say, oh my gosh, your outfit is so cute. And you look at them and say, yours is too. And you know damn well it ain't. <laughs> you just lied. I, I don't do that. Like, or if somebody, I keep, just, I keep it. You know, or if I, I ain't gonna say you nothing. Doing, you be like, I'm alright, but right. really you not. You just lie. You just lie. So it's just, but, it's but just a lie. So some are more subtle some, than yeah. others. But I think that we all, these are all, I call them character defects. Thank you. They're character defects. They are defects. Now sometimes and I, everybody I room for growth. But I'll the defects, I lie to avoid. I lie to avoid. You gotta deal with yourself. You gotta work on that exactly. within yourself. 
But though, but, but a lot of times those character defects, uh-huh. you gotta think about it. These character defects, we use these. These are survival techniques that we have learned. Right. So you've never lied to me. No, you're lying. You're lying right now. Yeah. You're literally lying so, right so now. So you can account for a time I lied. To I can. You. T- I can give you a specific time that you lied to me. So because you didn't want to hear my mouth. Oh. <laughs> okay, we're gonna go back to. I was just me and Tanisha went to college together. Mm-hmm. So Tanisha, um, would make would you, Aza. Class. I don't Aza, know. Aza, 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 Aza. Me and Aza went. So to you would skip together. class? What would you tell your Tanisha? Teacher? Tanisha would skip class. What's your reason for skipping class? I don't know. I don't, know. I don't, know. I don't, I don't even know what she's talking about. <laughs> like, so I was like, Tanisha, you go to school? Did you go to class today? She'd be like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo, woo. Even though mm-hmm. other friends say. That she didn't go, so yeah. that would cause me to do what to you? I'm what not would I do talk to you? About that right here, right? Oh no, no, we're not gonna go. But she lied to me because she didn't feel she didn't. You didn't, didn't want what, what was gonna come after that? Because what? And what did I have to do? Right now, you very intense. You intense. She both. I'm not gonna go there. That's how you supposed to be, though. No, wait, wait, pause. Wait, y'all going too far? Y'all talking about the old? I'm talking about now. You bringing up old shit. What you did, this is an example. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. This is an example. I was in college, nigga. It yeah. don't matter. <laughs> this is, that is an, a, 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 a straight example. But I don't do that no more. But you did it because you didn't want to hear my mouth. Well, you know she's a knock on my door. Yeah. Like, <laughs> She wasn't going to class, so I wake up, wake up when she's supposed to go to class, even if it's before my class, and I bam my door down. That's a good friend. That's a really good friend. That's a really good friend. So, I mean, but (laughs) she lied because she didn't want to, didn't want to hear what I had to say. The consequences. But to to bring it back uh, to St. Louis in in real time right now. (laughs) (laughs) I doesn't lie anymore. But that's an example of... No, but let me tell you why I'm passionate about this. Okay. So, in my book, The Forward is wrote by Dr. Zebo, the mm-hmm. psychologist, mm-hmm. The, the the African psychologist. He's nationally recognized. Oh, he, write that right more. You got that. I got that book. Yeah. I thought it was another book. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I ain't there yet. You can't do the book. Right. So, uh, he talked about how um, lying is a psychological misorientation. Like he he wrote seventy articles and he published one just online, mm-hmm. and that changed my whole mental state because I never heard anybody say that lying is a psychological misorientation. What did he mean? He meant that you're intentionally being deceptive, and that's wrong. And you should always. He said in Africa they don't even have in their language they don't even have a word to translate to lying because I'm always honest with you. Mm-hmm. Like, I respect you as a person, so I'm always honest. So, when he said that, and he broke it down, he was like, in our circles, we don't, lying is a disorder. Mm. That's what he was saying, like, it's a disorder. It's a disorder, right. And then when he, I was like, damn, wow. But you, again, it is. Because he goes back to, if I'm like, I'm in a relationship with, say, XYZ dude, and I'm lying to him, the issue is me, first of all, because I'm lying. Right, why and are you lying? But here's the why. Survival. We do it to survive. It don't make it funny. right. I mean, I'm agreeing. Like, <laughs> like, I'm sitting in my life and I'm like, survive. So we do it to survive. <laughs> because a lot of times growing up that you lie to your parents because you ain't want to hear their mouths for X, Y, and Z 
But children, but I realize that children are conditioned a lot. That's what survival. Right, but they, but out the gate, I remember my son Malik, he would keep it a hunt, like all the kids. and Until he got in trouble. Until he did something and you fucked him up for it. He was like, I'm going to lie the next time I do that because I don't like it. It is for survival. But how do you elevate? How do you, I don't want survival. That's the way that you have to. It's a great question. I think, like you said, like being aware. It's being self-aware. But you have to realize who you're dealing with, too. Like me, it's fear. At the end of the day, it's fear. It's fear. You're scared of what that person... I, I was so scared. I, mean, I, I was scared. Personally, but I used to like, manipulate people and stuff like that like a lot. But now, like I'm very transparent. I'm open as fuck. Like, you can ask me anything, and I will tell you. Like I don't do that anymore, but I kind of know how to do that. Like I can look at somebody and talk to them for uh, like maybe... Three minutes, and I'm gonna be like, I, think I know she, everything about you. I think she can't. I think she doesn't lie to because you you seem only you know you at your core. Yeah. But you seem like you are in this space in your life where you are okay with who the fuck you are. I am very. So why why what I got a lot for? What I got a lot for? So yeah, I'm very. If I and that's the space that I exist. So in you don't lie, too. right? I I Do you lie. lie? No. Hold on, wait. Don't switch it up on me. Wait, wait. Do you lie now? Yes, and I lie in the case of this is me being the water sign people pleaser. Somebody's like, oh my God, Lola, you look so cute. And I'm like, there are times where I'm like, oh my God, I like your outfit. I'm like, you know, you don't fucking like her outfit. But I try to get away from that too. I try to instead, somebody told me, if somebody compliments you, you either, number one, just take the compliment, say thank you. You ain't got to find nothing on or if you want to find, truthfully try to find something on That's that true. That's like. a good thing you said that because I do that a lot online. Yep. When people compliment me and I don't know what to say, yep. I just put an emoji. Yeah. Because I don't want to lie about it. Yeah. I do that a That's lot. That's so yeah. fucking cheap. I do that a lot. You're a cheap. And it's better than to do that than to lie to somebody. You know, yes. what, I, you know what I do yes. when people compliment me on my skin? I tell them I drink. You do have my skin. Thank you. And you I tell them what you do. Yeah, tell them what I do. Or that. I what want you to you. use. Or that. Yeah, or that. I, I drink. Well, I don't I drink soda, and I drink water, yeah. and I get sleep. People don't get. Or sleep. like, have you ever had the person that's like, okay, I get this all the time. Like, especially older people, you know, who have you know gained a little weight over the years, and they'll say, oh my god, girl, you look like you look so cute. When I was your age, I used to look like you. Now I'm fat. Awkward. And, and I'd be like, you <laughs> are.
Yeah. yeah. That's I be trying to tell people that in in a dating world, I'm like, it's out there. You just have to really, I don't know. It comes when it comes, you will know. But I also you think feel, you feel have it. to be in a space, vibrations and energy. Yeah, you gotta. I would not there. have met him if I was still whoever I was before this year. Yes. Right. <laughs> Until I got where I am this year, did somehow the universe mm-hmm. put him in my space? I wasn't looking for his ass, but he came, and I'm like, oh hello, you know. And so it's kind of where we are now. It's
know yourself. Like, you, mm-hmm, right. come on, girl. You can't just be sitting here being like this type of person that's letting a motherfucker just. What, say what do people get in relationships for? She's not in a relationship. No, I'm, I mean, but ain't that the goal? What the? I'll be confused. Ah, man, you need to talk to a lot of different young people. Because this girl, like, I mean, I don't date, so I don't know. No, I'm not saying date. I'm just saying people around you. Because we got to wrap it up, too. 24. She's, like, 24, and so she's young. What did you get in a relationship for? I'm asking. That's the question. What did you get in a relationship? What was your... Oh, you bringing it back on me? I'm just asking. I don't think I... You may be able to educate us, but I'm just saying you're married. I'm not. She's married. What did y'all get in a relationship for? I got in a relationship... Like basically, I got married to build a foundation for my future. I, I I recognized that Mark had the traits that I wanted in the husband, and I said yes. And um, I, I told you this. I kept it one hundred. People get married to transfer wealth and for family legacy. Business. I was. It's business. I mean, I seen he came from a, a successful family. He met my father. Um. I seen he had good skills that could benefit us financially. Oh, shit. And I said yes. And so when I asked that question, I think people, like, what is the relation? Why are we, why are we shooting the shit? Or are we finna, like, make this official? Because, like, if you go in Africa, they don't really do all of that. You gonna, you my wife or you my husband or you not? You know in the Bible, um, like I, courting and dating, there there is no such thing. Hmm. No such thing. It's no such thing. And There's we don't no even supposed to live together. Yeah, it, it literally it goes from, and, and even arranged marriages. Like if you, we're the only. I believe in arranged marriages. I don't know how to live in it, but <laughs> <laughs> don't take my choice away from me, fuck no. But <laughs> I, we are like the only. You know, if you go, if you go, Eastern uh-huh. civilization, lots of those countries, they still to this day are doing the arranged right. marriage situation, and so like. The Bible always references marriage, right? Mm-hmm. Sex is ordained for marriage. But dating and relationships, you never hear that nobody dated. Nobody, you know, they went straight from boom, boom, right. Boom, boom to boom. boom. Exactly. I'm gonna tell you why. But 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 what? even when they do that, there's so many people that be absolutely miserable. Agreed. That's mm-hmm. true. Like that's very miserable. True. That's why I don't take my choice away from me. Yeah, okay. like people be literally I'm miserable, miserable but okay. to suit the needs of um, the family. their families, mm-hmm. they go ahead and do this, and that's why a lot of kids don't be the father's kids and all of the above. Like they'll be outside of outside marital relationships. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but, I mean, to, I, but I you true. That's people, right. That's true. But I go ahead, Shay. No, I was gonna just say with the reason you explained what you got into a relationship from. I was totally different. Um, when I met my husband, we. We had worked together for years. I had never paid attention to him until I had moved his desk closer to mine. Yeah. <laughs> what that means is his conversation, his mind, and he paid attention to every detail that had to do with me. Details. So mine's one literally nothing about the family or I didn't know anything from Adam and Eve about him, but it was just like, okay. How did he know? Like it from when I'm happy to all my emotions. Like, Favorite, favorite saying, like he, he pays attention to details, and details is what matters to him. Yeah. 
cheers that mm-hmm. that made me like, okay. So it was really, it wasn't really the family or anything like that. It was just the way he made me feel and how he paid attention to every little thing. It's not like he worshipped me, but he worshipped me. Mm-hmm. So that was that's a beautiful like that. analogy. That's something like You know, Mark did that, and I forgot. <laughs> he, like, I remember. I, he used to, I don't remember nothing. But he'll remember all the numbers, all the dates, and all of that. And that's, that, is, that is a special thing. But I like to take it back to, like, bloodline and, like, business. Like, I, and I don't know. A lot of people don't think about that. Like, I mean, that's, that's the main focus for me. Like, Bloodline, financial stability when it comes to choosing a mate. I'm more like you. That would take precedence. I'm a hopeless romantic though. I am. I have to choose it too. I would be, this gonna sound kind of fucked up to y'all, but I would be broke and just happy and in love and oiled for before rich as fuck and like. But so why is that gotta be the option? No, no, no. Why you saying that? If I had to choose, if it was broke, to choose one or the other, I would prefer what you said, like the happy medium. Yeah. But if I had to choose, like if it was like one or the two, one or the two, I would do that. I can't be broke. I can't. Exactly. No, I feel like no, I feel like you. That's not self love if you ain't handling your business. What you talking about? That's different. That's what I think. For me personally, I think like it, it, it may have been just the way I was raised. And like my parents, they didn't come from anything and they're high school sweethearts. So like, but they built something. And that's why I would be broken in love because me and that is we hold each other down like that. They built something together. They built something together. And so yeah. what I witnessed was them having us always having this and that and it was never a, a, nothing was never an option or nothing like mm-hmm. that so when I go look I, I guess when I see my father and like how he provided for us and loved us it's like I look for that like mm-hmm. you have to be you can love me but you got to provide for me mm-hmm. right because I don't under I don't know anything else okay. because I think in my eyes I really do think you're a weak man at that point mm-hmm. if you can't provide for and you know what from a man's standpoint, I was talking to this guy, and he's married. And uh, the girl that he married, she was like you. She grew up in the home where her parents was married, so the dude provided, the man provided her dad, stuff like that. And so he was always around him, and so he felt like he got pressured to marry their daughter. Mm-hmm. Years later, he like, I think I made a mistake. And I'm like, what do you mean? He like, I feel like I was pressured within this family to become a union. And now I'm starting to figure out her mind state is not on the self-love. She doesn't know what she wants to do in life. So she's like, she's like a stay-at-home mom. And some men are starting to not like those type of women. Like, they want you to be in addition. They want you to be able to build with them. So some people... Like you said, you want the provider, but a lot of men want a woman that can help them balance out and also build together. Mm-hmm. Um, some people marry people for the wrong reasons, like you said. That's true. And with their families, like, he wanted to marry her because he felt pressure because they were married forever. But then, now he like, well, 
she's this, she's that, she's that. And I'm like, damn, you never thought about that before? He's sharing that with you. Because 
you the, you're the feminine principle. Mm-hmm. He has the masculine principle. Well, no, that and that. That's whole. That yin sure. yang is when you. But what I'm saying, I told him that it took me so like transparency. Before meeting him, I spent eleven months. I did not date. I did not have sex. I did not do anything, and it was hard at times. But that was a, a period. That's where I really, really enhanced this self love, mm-hmm. and I was like, nah, we cut it all. I didn't drink. Didn't smoke. Didn't do nothing for damn near a year. And then I met him, and I told him, I said, I made a pact with God that whoever the next person is that I meet, I want to be a healthy, whole version of myself for whoever it is that God has ordained to me. Yeah. Like you were, you're going to be or that person is ordained to me. And so when I get into that, I don't want to be in nothing because I need you to make me whole. I don't believe that relationships oh. are supposed, you're supposed to make the person whole. But what I do believe that relationships are for, partnerships are for help, helping to bring